ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ನಾರಾಯಣ ನಮಸ್ಕೃತ ನರಂ ಚೈವನರೋತ್ತಮ ದೇವಿ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ವ್ಯಾಸ ತೋ ಜಯ ಮುಧೀರೇತ್ ನಷ್ಟು ಅಭದ್ರೇಷು ನಿತ್ಯಂ ಭಾಗವತ ಸೇವೆಯ ಭಗವತಿರುತ್ತಮ ಶ್ಲೋಕೇ ಭಕ್ತಿರ್ಭವತಿ ನೈಷ್ಟಕೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ದೇವಕೀನಂದನಾ ನಂದಗೋಪಕುಮಾರ ಗೋವಿಂದಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಯು ಫಾರ್ ಟುಡೇ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟೋ ಫೈವ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ನೈನ್ಟೀನ್ ಟೈಟಲ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ದಿ ಐಲ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಜಂಬೂ ದ್ವೀಪ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ನ ಜನ್ಮನೂನಂ ಮಹತೋ ನ ಸೌಭಗಂ ನವಾನ ಬುದ್ಧಿರ್ನ ಕೃತಿಸ್ತೋಷೇತು ತೈರ್ಯದ್ ವಿಶ್ರಿತಿ ನೋ ವನೌ ಕಶಸ್ಕಾರಸಖ್ಯೇಬತಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಾಂಗ್ರಜ ನ ಜನ್ಮನೂನ ಮಹತೋ ನ ಸೌಭಗಂ ನವಾನ ಬುದ್ಧಿರ್ನ ಕ್ರೀ ನ ಕೃತಿಸ್ತೋಷೇತು ನವಾನ ಬುದ್ಧಿರ್ನಾಕೃತಿಸ್ತೋಷೇತು ತೈರ್ಯದ್ ವಿಶ್ರಿಷ್ಟನ್ನೋ ವನೌ ಕಶಸ್ಕಾರಸಖ್ಯೇಬತಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಾಂಗ್ರಜ ನ ಜನ್ಮನೂನ ಮಹತೋ ನ ಸೌಭಗಂ ನವಾನ ಬುದ್ಧಿರ್ನಾಕೃತಿಸ್ತೋಷೇತು ತೈರ್ಯದ್ ವಿಶ್ರಿಷ್ಟನೋ ವನೌ ಕಶಸ್ಕಾರಸಖ್ಯೇಬತಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಾಂಗ್ರಜ word to word meaning na not janma birth in a very polished aristocratic family nunam indeed mahatah 
of the supreme personality of godhead na nor saubhagam great fortune na nor vak an elegant manner of speaking na nor buddhihi sharpness of intelligence na not akritihi features of the body tosha hetuhu the cause of pleasure to the lord taihi by all those above mentioned qualities yat because vishrishtan rejected api although naha az vana okashah the inhabitants of the forest chakara accepted sakhe in friendship bata alas lakshmana agrajah lord shri ramachandra the elder brother of lakshmana translation and purport by his divine grace shila prabhupada shila prabhupada ki jai one cannot establish a friendship with the supreme lord ramachandra on the basis of material qualities such as one's birth in an aristocratic family one's personal beauty one's eloquence one's sharp intelligence or one's superior race or nation none of these qualifications are actually a prerequisite for friendship with lord lord shri ramachandra otherwise how is it possible that although we we uncivilized inhabitants of the forest have not taken noble births although we have no physical beauty and although we cannot speak like gentlemen lord ramachandra has nevertheless accepted us as friends purport in a prayer to krishna expressing her feelings shrimati kunti devi called him akinchana gochara the prefix a means not and kinchana something of this material world one may be very proud of his prestigious position material wealth beauty education and so on but although these are certainly good qualifications in material dealings they are not necessary for achieving friendship with the supreme personality of godhead one who possesses all these material qualities is expected to become a devotee and when he actually does the qualities are properly utilized those who are puffed up by a high birth wealth education and personal beauty janmaishwarya janmaishwarya shrita shribhir unfortunately do not care for developing krishna consciousness nor does the supreme personality of godhead care about all these material qualifications the supreme lord is achieved by devotion bhaktiyamam abhijanati one's devotion and sincere desire to serve the supreme personality of godhead are the only qualifications rupa goswami has also said that the price of achieving or for achieving god's favor is simply one's sincere eagerness to have it laulyam ekam mulyam in the chaitanya bhagavata it is said kola vecha सेवा केर, सेवा केरा सीमा देखिया महिमा धने जने पांडित्ये कृष्ण नाही पाई केवल भक्तीर 
ವಾಶ ವಶ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಗೋಸಾನಿ ಬಿಹೋಲ್ಡ್ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಫಾರ್ಚುನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ಕೋಲಾ ವೆಚ್ಚ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಶಿವ ಶೆಡ್ ಟಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ನೆಸ್ ಒನ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಅಟೇನ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಬೈ ಎನಿ ಅಮೌಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಫಾಲೋವರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಲರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಇಸ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ಡ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಬೈ ಪ್ಯೋರ್ ಡಿವೋಷನ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಹ್ಯಾಡ್ ಅ ವೆರಿ ಸಿನ್ಸಿಯರ್ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ಹೂಸ್ ನೇಮ್ ವಾಸ್ ಕೋಲಾ ವೆಚ್ ಆ ಶ್ರೀಧರ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹೂಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಬಿಸ್ನೆಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ಟು ಸೆಲ್ ಪಾಟ್ಸ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸ್ಕಿನ್ ಆಫ್ ಬನಾನ ಟ್ರೀಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಇನ್ಕಮ್ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಡ್ ಹಿ ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟಿ ಪರ್ಸೆಂಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ದ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಮದರ್ ಗೇಂಜಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಅದರ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟಿ ಪರ್ಸೆಂಟ್ ಹಿ ಪ್ರೊವೈಡೆಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ಹಿಸ್ ನೆಸೆಸಿಟೀಸ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಹಿ ವಾಸ್ ಸೋ ವೆರಿ ಪುವರ್ ದಟ್ ಹಿ ಲಿವ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಕಾಟೇಜ್ ದಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಡ್ ಅ ಬ್ರೋಕನ್ ರೂಫ್ ವಿತ್ ಮೆನಿ ಹೋಲ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಟ್ ಹಿ ಕುಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಫರ್ಡ್ ಬ್ರಾಸ್ ಯುಟೆನ್ಜಿಲ್ ಯುಟೆನ್ಸಿಲ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ಫೋರ್ ಹಿ ಡ್ರ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ದ ವಾಟರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಎನ್ ಐರನ್ ಪಾಟ್ ನೆವರ್ದಲೆಸ್ ಹಿ ವಾಸ್ ಅ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು he is a typical example of how a poor man with no material possessions can become a most exalted devotee of the lord the conclusion is that one cannot attain shelter at the lotus feet of lord krishna or shri chaitanya gosani through material opulence that shelter is attainable only by pure devotional service anyabhilashita shunyam gnana karma dyanavritam anukulyena krishnanu shilanam bhaktiruttama one should render transcendental loving service to the supreme lord krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities of philosophical speculation that is called pure devotional service <clears throat> om agnana timirandhasya gnananjana shalakhaya ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮಿಲಸ್ಮೈಗುರವೆ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪಕದಾಮ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಾಪದಾಂತಿಕ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋನ್ಯುತ ಪದಕಮಲೀಗುರೂನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ್ರೀರೂಪ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗಣ ರಘುನಾಥ ತಂ ಸಜೀವ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವಧೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ದೇವೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪದಾನ್ ಸಹಗಣ ಲಲಿತಾಶಾಖಾಂವಿತೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತಾಧಾಕಾಂತಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ಋಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿ ಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಚಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯ 
पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैता गदाधरा श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण <clears throat> so we are reading a very critical section in the chap- in the canto 5 um especially this chapter the island island of jambudvipa starts with the description of bharata varsha and also there is a very detailed description of another tract of land called as kim purusha varsha it's a very interesting name the acharya is right that Uh, there are nine tracts of land or nine varshas it is called as among those nine varshas bharata varsha and kempurusha varsha are one of them they are um, kempurusha hari varsha ilavrita uh, bhadrashva ketumala hiranmaya ramya and kuru so there are so many varshas and bharata varsha is the ninth so this this particular tract of land kempurusha varsha is very special because Bhagavatam is mentioning of the eternal devotee of the supreme lord when he incarnates as lord rama who is lord hanuman so how can devotional service uh, complete without the mention of uh, lord hanuman because he is also the eternal de- uh, devotee of the lord sorry let me said this and he always accompanies the lord whenever the lord incarnates <clears throat> and here it is said how lord hanuman is worshiping lord rama with his consort mother sita and lakshmana lord lakshmana in this tract of land is called as kim purusha uh, it's very interesting here these are the prayers that hanuman ji is offering and here he is saying na janma nunam mahato na saubhagam na vak na buddhir na kriti tosha hetuhu Uh, i know my dear lord nobody can worship you with uh, you know uh, greatness of birth or one's good fortune or personal beauty hmm? uh, eloquent speech buddhi and high class intelligence although we are vanaras he says vanaukashas we are inhabitants of the forest hmm? that is how he is he's praying to the lord although we don't have any such qualifications and we are vanaras hmm? generally um sometimes the english translation of vanara we translate it as a monkey but uh, if you really see the the etymology of the word vanara it is one is forest and nara is uh, a human so uh, a human or a species that lives nara is nara is again a living being who lives in the one he is called as a vanara <clears throat> so therefore they are some special species who live in forest who are dwellers of the forest and kempurusha varsha we have seen that it is just not vanaras who live here we also have the chief arishte arishtasena arishte arishteshna and then there are gandharvas also in this planet kempurusha and then they are constantly constantly reciting the uh, ramayana 
they are constantly reciting the glories of Lord Rama and they are worshipping the deities of Lord Rama there. This, this, uh, so therefore, Vanara just doesn't mean monkey. Vanara means there are, there are some special species that uh, the scriptures suggest that they are neither completely humans nor completely monkeys. They are in between, like a humanoid. And many Hollywood movies have also come, on, come to depict such species actually. But Bhagavatam is uh, not less of any wonder actually, which explains about all of these tracts of land. Uh, this, this tract of land, it is called as Kim Purusha. Kim in Sanskrit is, is what or who, you know. And Purusha means the dweller. So if you say, what type of, what type of men are these? You know, Kim Purusha. What type of men are these? The, the, the question, it's, it's an, the tract of land is called as Kim Purusha because what type of species these are? You know, they look very strange and yet they are the devotees of the Lord. In the 11th canto, 16th chapter, verse 29, uh, Lord Hanuman says, Kim Purusham Hanuman. I am Hanuman among the Kim Purushas. I am that Kim Purusha. I am Hanuman among the Kim Purushas. So, uh, Lord Hanuman addresses himself as one of the dwellers of Kim Purusha. So, the glories of Hanuman... Uh, should be spoken so that we can get purified. We can get uh, purified by just speaking about his katha. And Ramayan cannot be complete without the mention of Lord Hanuman, actually, in one sense. Because he is the great eternal devotee of the Lord. <clears throat> who uh, worships Lord Ram as Atmeshwara. We, we, we generally see Hanuman splitting his chest and we'll see Rama, Lakshmana and Sita inside his chest. Where he has, well, the Lord always resides in our heart. But Hanuman is one who has recognized or realized that the Lord always resides. Generally, the name Hanuman also has... Sanskritam is again a very interesting language because there are... One word can have multiple meanings. So, generally when we say Hanuman, uh, wherever you go to Merriam-Webster dictionary or you go to uh, some Sanskrit translator, majority of the English dictionaries are actually Prabhupada's words that they have captured from Srimad Bhagavatam and other books the Prabhupada has translated. Or uh, some people who do not know Sanskrit has translated into English. But Hanuman actually comes from the dhatu Hana, Hana Mana. Hana means intelligence. One who has extreme intelligence or one who has realized intelligence is called Hanuman. It is just not that his jaw is his jaw is huge because if, his, if Hanuman is the one who has a big jaw, then every monkey should have been called as Hanuman because monkeys have a big jaw. Why only one devotee, one monkey in the, in the lot is to be called as Hanuman? So Hana means intelligence or great intelligence, Hanumana. Hanumana. So there is another understanding or a deeper understanding of, the, of, the, of his name as well. So this glories of Kim Purusha, we have to understand that these are not fantasy stories. Uh, Kim Purusha Varsha, this tract of land, it is said it is beyond the Himalayas if we keep going north. And there is a big debate about whether the earth is round or whether the earth is flat and where are these tracts of land uh, and how can one reach there, things like that. We have seen, we have seen many, many places in the scriptures, in the Lagu Bhagavata Amrita also, Sanatana Goswami says, Prahalad Maharaj is instructing Narada Muni that you should go and see Hanuman in Kim Purusha Varsha. You should go and meet him there. So Narada Muni says, glorious, I should go there. And Narada Muni is capable to go. He's, he can go to Kimpurusha Varsha and see and witness Hanuman worshipping Lord Ram. Although, um, it is said 
right now it is kali yuga in bharata varsha but other varshas there kali it's not kali yuga yet so kali yuga means the 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 consciousness in this yuga is gross so therefore they cannot travel beyond the single tract of land called bharata varsha and they get grosser into illusion or uh, ignorance thinking that um, that earth is just a globe <clears throat> and that is all we are the only inhabitants in this universe uh, floating in thin dark space so so with this uh, verse we also see that hanuman is also saying that material qualities people with material qualities cannot approach you what's interesting is um, if we see the bharata sanskriti or the the vedic uh, tract of land which is in which we call it as bharata i was reading a book long time ago uh, it's a, it's called as the story of india by an author called michael woods uh, which i picked up from a library i think he's a bbc author it's a six part series of a book he says if someone has to understand the culture of this country it's so difficult it's very complex the culture is very complex because every 100 kilometers the culture changes the people's dressing changes the language changes their cooking changes their likes and dislikes changes it's so different sometimes when we walk here in the streets the park looks the same every park looks the same that the streets look the same when it's a freeway every freeway in this in this country will look the same almost the same and there is a same tract of land everywhere but if you go at even now today in india every house will be painted with different colors uh, they'll have different dishes different vegetables which uh, people are unaware of actually so 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 much diversity so michael wood writes that if someone has to know the culture of this land there are two books that has influenced the culture of this country and the two books are mahabharata and ramayana if somebody has to understand the culture and what's interesting is the amount of influence that these two books have done to the consciousness of the people to the culture is amazing these two books ramayana and mahabharata even today even today these are sung these are heard and these are glorified uh, and especially these two authors who are those two authors vyasadeva and valmiki these two authors have had so much influence on this tract of land and they continue to have it that's that's an amazing uh, work of poetry of these two authors mahabharata and ramayana and we all know mahabharata is one of the longest eulogy or a poem which any human can write and therefore there were western authors who tried to say ah oh, probably mahabharata was not written by one man it was written by so many people and then assembled together but what's interesting is if you see ramayana if you see mahabharata and if you see Bha- shrimad bhagavatam and the other puranas and all other vedic vedic scriptures there is so much harmony amongst these scriptures like here kimpurusha varsha has been explained kimpurusha varsha is also spoken about in mahabharata it is also spoken about largely in ramayana also there is so much this uh, uh, so much harmony amongst these writings if it was written by many authors naturally you will feel there is some disconnect among these books but you don't see that so therefore we can see that um, this is also a part of the vedas that is why in one sense vedas are apaurusheya and those which describe the vedas are also apaurusheya in that sense although it was composed by the authors seemingly composed by the authors and bhagavatam brings them all together which gives gayatri bhashav in the chaitanya charitamrita propad quotes a verse from the skanda purana that bhagavatam is gayatri bhashav means uh, 
it is it is the assimilation of the vedas hence it is uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu said it is the summary of the vedas or it is the vedanta sutra or a commentary on the vedanta sutra coming from bhagavatam to ramayana uh, ramayana has how many khandas or sections seven khandas right so we start from balakanda up until the uttarakanda in between these kandas if you see the the kandas or the sections that ramayana has um, there are two very critical sections that come up out in ramayana for example the first is balakanda ayodhya kanda and aranya kanda where rama goes to the forest vanvas there he loses sita mother sita has been abducted by lord ram if there was no hanuman story then the story would have ended there rama would have lamented continuously we see in ramayana uh, we saw the few verses before that rama was lamenting it appeared that like rama was lamenting just when that happens this is how the next kanda or section is introduced valmiki introduces a kanda called as kishkinda kanda in this kanda you will see rama is entering the forest of kishkinda and he is everything that he looks there is a vast section of at least 100 verses that valmiki writes of how La- rama was lamenting he is looking at the lotus flower and remembering sita he is looking at the tree he is remembering sita he is looking at the fo- forest flowers remembering sita he is looking at the bees and remembering sita huh? so much so that lakshmana gets a bit annoyed why is my elder brother becoming so mad now <laughs> at least he should have some intelligence hmm? and that is what hanuman says it seems as if rama is disturbed but rama is te- lord rama is teaching us a lesson how not to get bewildered by attachment attachment to the opposite sex is very dangerous and one can be bereft of the intelligence although this is not a mundane attachment that lord rama is demonstrating it is viraha bhava or it is uh, vipralamba bhava that he had from mother sita <clears throat> this kishkinda kanda is very significant because it is then when he meets hanuman that is the first time hanuman is introduced in the scene very interesting and after that comes sundarakanda what is interesting is valmiki did not call any other sections as sundarakanda what is sundara beautiful in in a literal sense it means beautiful why is that beautiful every kanda is beautiful ayodhya kanda is beautiful balakanda is so beautiful ha huh? aranya kanda is also beautiful ayodhya kanda is very beautiful because it is sammilan of mother sita and uh, uh and rama and then we have uttarakanda yuddhakanda and uttarakanda is there where he is coronated back again why he is valmiki calling this kanda as sundarakanda why is he calling it as sundarakanda why is it beautiful that is the kanda where hanuman goes to lanka and finds sita and all of that what is so beautiful about that rama is still lamenting rama and sita are separate but yet, yet valmiki calls it as sundarakanda so there are in the in the itihasa and the puranas there are languages which we have to understand there are subtle clues for example here we had the king uh, nabhi's uh, explanation why why is a king called nabhi nabhi means the the navel of navel right it's called as nabhi but we know that fifth canto represents the navel of the lord hence the story of king nabhi comes there so you see there are subtle hints of how we can connect this to the lord so there must be some connection of how kishkinda kanda and sundara kanda are connected to the lord it is said that 
as i said sanskrita has many meanings especially mahabharata every word in mahabharata has 10 different meanings that uh, mahabharata itself claims uh, ekam shabdham dasharthe it is said as 10 meanings sundara also has another meaning sundara comes from the word su dara dara comes from the word adara adara means respect in literal sense but adara also means bhakti or worship of the lord and su su means the supreme lord <laughs> su means uh, it is the auspicious lord hmm? we say uh, sukara you know sukara he comes as varaha he is called as sukara what is sukara ha huh? bor it generally it is a bor but if you break it su kara su means what we call subhadra abhadra su means auspiciousness auspiciousness kara means one who does auspicious things su kara so if you see etymology of sanskritam is very very nice su kara is just not a bor yeah literally it means a bor but su kara means one who does kara su one who does auspicious activities is called uh, su kara so in the same way, same way su dara adara means bhakti su means one who does bhakti towards that supreme lord is called sundara not just beautiful but one who does supremely bhakti to the supreme lord is called sundara therefore he calls that kanda as sundara kanda why because it is that kanda which every devotee should imbibe we will discuss that what it means actually but before that we will just discuss we will refute what hanuman has said here because hanuman is saying one who has got material opulence you, they cannot reach you and how did we reach you we are inhabitants of the forest now let us go into ram leela a little bit the kishkinda kanda when rama is walking in the forest so lamenting about sita sita devi there is a scene where he is entering the forest lamenting uh, how is how is rama and lakshmana clad they are they are clad as sadhus orange robes but they have they have bow and arrow rama has abandoned everything he abandoned the mukut he abandoned the the beautiful ornaments that he adorned he abandoned everything ex, uh, the material opulence that he was displaying as a king of uh, son of dasharatha but he did not abandon his bow and arrow what does it mean it means paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya chadushkritam sambhavami yuge yuge my purpose is to protect the devotees and i am i'll be always on guard to do that hmm? with the bow and arrow so that's why we see the Ram, lord rama carrying so devotees are meek and humble but at the same time when it comes to protect the devotees they take the mood of the lord so when lord rama and lakshmana were walking in the forest the gang of uh, monkeys with sugriva and the others uh, vanara I, i shouldn't be calling them monkeys but <laughs> vanara sena uh, but the closest is uh, humanoid I, i don't know why we are, we should call vanara as a monkey but uh, but for for uh, understanding sake let's call them as a bunch of uh, the vanara sena they are a bit uh, disturbed who are these two people entering the forest and why are they entering our forest now they must be guptachar or detectives from whom wali so sigriva is now disturbed is very disturbed they must be agents sent by wali now first of all why is sugriva disturbed because there is a, there was a story behind it also why is that because there was a demon so wali was not supposed to enter this this parvata there is a there is a mountain on which sugriva is residing and all his 
or his uh, teammates are there wali cannot enter that mountain because he has been cursed by a sage that if you enter this mountain you will be uh, you will die immediately you will be killed why because he had killed a demon called dunduvi a buffalo demon and he had offended this sage apparently and the sage had cursed so therefore wali cannot enter this mountain so therefore sugriva has gone taken shelter of this and wali has been sending lot of guptcher lot of detectives to kill sugriva so sugriva is now thinking maybe these two sages are also one of their people one of his people huh? ram rama and lakshmana um that but then in that group there is one person who is not disturbed who is always sitting there cool and calm and composed and that is our hero who is lord hanuman so then hanuman says no 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 they must not be people of wali they look like very very nice gentlemen they are so sober if you see they are so beautiful to look at madhvacharya says in his commentary in many uh, in the mahabharata tatparya nirnaya that hanuman is the incarnation of vayu hanuman comes back as bhima and comes back as madhvacharya he says he is all knowing in one sense because vayu is also all, all uh, is omnipresent also we see vayu air is everywhere so he imbues that quality from the lord so it is not that hanuman did not know it was the supreme lord but generally to keep the story interesting there has there is a leela going on so he says no 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 they are they are genuine people so sugriva advises rama uh, hanuman to say you should go and talk to them go and talk to them but go in a disguise as a brahmachari as a bhikshu basically so hanuman agrees to go as a duta of sugriva so there is a difference between duta and dasa he does not go as a dasa of sugriva it's not a servant of sugriva it is the messenger of sugriva so he goes as a messenger of sugriva and uh, goes to lord rama and presents himself he speaks to lord rama in the disguise of a brahmachari orange clad clothes now rama and lakshmana very eagerly listen to hanuman of course lord rama knows he is hanuman but they very eagerly listen after listening after a long time hanuman tells to uh, sorry lord rama tells to lakshmana looking at hanuman he tells to lakshmana nan rigvedo vinithasa naya jurvedo dharinah nasama veda vidushah sakhyamevam prabhashitum a person who is not well versed narigveda vinitasa na yajurveda dharinah na samaveda vidushah a person who is vinita in rigveda vinita means what vinita means who has understood the whole rigveda who has digested it and realized the essence of rigveda na yajurveda dharinah one who has assimilated the entire yajurveda and na samaveda vidushah one who has mastered the samaveda shakyam evam prabhasitum a person who has not mastered all these three vedas cannot speak like this so this person must be a very intelligent person he has understood all the three vedas very nicely so look at the way he is speaking this is rama appreciating lord hanuman this is how lord rama introduces hanuman to lakshmana look now think about it just now then this verse hanuman said tairyad vishrishtan apino vanaukashas we are just indwellers of the forest we don't even look beautiful and we can't even speak properly eloquent speech yet you are so merciful to him 
That is what Hanuman introduces himself as. Rama says, this person must be Vinitaha in Rigveda, Dharanascha Yajurveda, and uh, Vidhushaha Samaveda. He is expert of Samaveda. Only then someone can speak like this. Generally, if we have to speak, uh, there is something called a Shabda Shastra. All of this is there in the Shastras. Only then someone can speak very nicely. Um, I was in the UK for a couple of years. And there I saw people are getting lazier to even call names. You know, if someone is called as Adrian, they will call Ed. Someone is called as Timothy, they will shorten it to Tim. They want to call one word. You know, they are so lazy, they can't su- sound three syllables also very nicely. Huh? If they are Mary, they will say May. <laughs> huh? So like that. If someone is Hanuman, they will call him Han. Han only. Huh? Like that. So people are getting lazier and lazier and they are forgetting the the beauty of language. But here, uh, if the Shastras also speak about phonetics, Shabda Shastra. Uh, but it's very nice in the English language. Here I see in the schools, they are taught phonetics. Generally, it's forgotten. In Indian schools, we have never taught, we have never taught phonetics because uh, we have been massacred for the last 1,500 years by, uh, uh, what is that? By uh, annexers. And they have annexed this country. So everything's been destroyed. But we see that Shabda Shastra, that the eloquent speech also is a quality that one should imbibe if one has to speak very nicely. For example, we see Srila Prabhupada, we have heard his many recordings. Not a single recording I have heard, at least till now. I've just heard him for past a decade, but Prabhupada has never said, oh, sorry, I I didn't mean that, but I meant this. No. His speech was so eloquent. Whatever he spoke, Prabhupada spoke with heaviness, you know. That is the quality of a uh, uh, of of uh, a devotee. Na Rigveda vinitasa, na yajurveda dharinaha, na samaveda vidushaha. And then he also says, Nunam vyakaranam krishnam anena bahudashrutam bahu vyaharatanena na ginchit apashabdhitam. He spoke for so long, Lakshmana, but not a one not one mistake he did in his speech. Huh? He's saying like that. Who is saying that? Rama is giving a title, a certificate to Lord Hanuman of how nice this person is speaking. And yet Hanuman tells himself that I am from a forest, I can't speak properly, we don't look nice and things like that. So this is a trait of a devotee and how this, this uh, uh, discussion is going on. Rama is saying he has mastered grammar and so nicely he is speaking to us. This is what the episode happens in Kishkinda Kand. And then Hanuman says, I am, I'm an, uh, and then uh, Rama doesn't talk to Hanuman directly. He tells to Lakshmana, you speak to him, why has he come to us? You know, why? Because Hanuman has said, I am a messenger of Sugriva. That means he's come as a messenger. And Rama here is the king. So he will also talk to the messenger and two messengers will speak. Hanuman and Lakshmana will speak to each other. So like that, Hanuman, um, Rama doesn't speak to Hanuman directly but tells to Lakshmana, you tell him that what is the cause? He has come. And then uh, Hanuman understands and he said, uh, he says, uh, I think you should, be, you should be making friendship with, Sugriva is expecting your friendship. So Hanuman introduces like that. So Hanuman is such an able messenger although Sugriva had not told him to tell him that uh, I have to make friends with Rama. But Hanuman has gone a little ahead and said, Sugriva is waiting to become your friend. Hmm? This is the quality of an able messenger.
that he knows when to do want when to speak what how to present certain uh, interests so uh, that there we see the dakshata or the the uh, eloquence of lord hanuman so like that we see that the, there are so great so many great qualities that rama himself appreciates lord hanuman in fact we see uh, after everything uh, in the last kanda in the last section when rama is coronated rama invites hanuman and calls hanuman and says for the great help you have done you have given me back my sita devi without sita devi i am half i'm i'm left alone you have saved my brother lakshmana two times not once two times so what do you want in return and hanuman starts weeping he said lord rama i did not do this for an exchange of something please don't ask me like that i feel i'm i'm if you ask me like this i'll feel i am someone else i'm feeling distant from you please don't ask me like this and uh, very similarly he says i don't want anything from you and the same request was asked by whom in bhagavatam prahlad maharaj and prahlad maharaj also says i don't want any boon from you and similarly in the chaitanya leela also there are two devotees who are asked a boon who are they one prabhupad mentions kolavecha shridhara also was asked for a boon and murari gupta also was asked for a boon and how they're all connected we will see actually so like this hanuman says i don't want anything and then lord rama looks at mother sita and he says my devotee is not accepting anything and mother sita also glances at lord ram and lord rama in the eyes conveys something to mother sita it is said that lord rama had given a necklace to mother sita so imagine the lord supreme lord giving something very close and dear to lord uh, to mother sita that means it's a very dear gift to sita sita devi that which is given by the supreme lord so sita devi takes out that necklace and offers it to lord hanuman as an object of love and then hanuman accepts it he doesn't accept anything from ram but he accepts it from mother mother sita so this is the great quality of hanuman that we see uh and and this is how one should be that's what prabhupad writes here that akinchana gochara he lord, lord the supreme lord is only accessible for someone who is akinchana akinchana means who doesn't have any hankerings for material opulence janmaishwarya shrita shribhir yedamanam adah puman one who is attracted to material opulence they cannot be attracted to krishna or they cannot take up krishna consciousness that is what prabhupad Uh, rights and that is what lord hanuman also is saying and hanuman is an epitome of that particular uh, understanding that he was bereft of beauty huh? yet he had all the auspicious qualities generally in today's world everything has become gross if somebody looks beautiful from the material point of view he is appreciated a lot Uh, grossification of qualities has happened if somebody behaves externally very eloquent we will appreciate him but what is happening in kali yuga people have uh, lost to appreciate subtler qualities of the devotees or subtler qualities in in everyone these subtle qualities have to be honed and appreciated one needs to understand that uh, in old, in in the vedic civilization people demonstrated subtler qualities like for example being shy is an abharana or an ornament of a, of a woman it says but w- who can appreciate that first of all who can have that shyness in the first place the second thing is who has the eyes to notice that and appreciate it and in the second sense both of these are not there in today's civilization so one has to radhanath maharaj says in one of the lectures that 
Grossification of qualities, grossification of relationships has happened. Therefore, subtler qualities are lost. But here, although Hanuman appears to be from a forest or he is a forest indweller, grossy, grossly he might look very uh, naive uh, or, an, uh, or a very uh, uh, forest uh, indweller, but subtler qualities are very superior. And that is what Lord Rama is glorifying Hanuman about it. Uh, therefore, Lord Hanuman is said that, if you see Hanuman Chalisa also, he is said that he is a great poet. When Hanuman sings, it is said here, uh, when actually Hanuman is singing the glories of Ramayana in, in Kimpurusha Varsha, and the leader of that Varsha is hearing Hanuman. And if you see the same uh, story Bhish, Bhima in Mahabharata, Bhima generally is uh, spoken as a voracious eater. He is like a bhondu, very big, fat person. No, Bhima was the most intelligent. That is why he did not have any doubts in the Mahabharata war. Kurukshetra, only the, only the people who have stu- students who have doubts only will get clarified. So who had all the doubts? Arjuna had the doubt. Therefore, the clarification was asked. Because many people ask, why did Bhima not ask questions? Why only Arjuna's discussion is there in the Bhagavad Gita? Why is Yudhishthira not asking? Why? Because they did not have questions, Baba. In a class, only one student has questions, so teacher is answering those. So Bhima is also said to be very intelligent. Uh, in the first chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, it is said Arjuna is pro- uh, protected by Bhima. On the other side, there is Bhishma and Drona. On this side, there is Bhima and Hanuman. Both of them are protecting whom? Protecting Arjuna. So therefore, even in the Mahabharata, Bhima is very intelligent. At the same, and you know, he was also a very good cook. You know, in the Vanuas, Bhima was uh, cooking. So he had all these intrinsic and auspicious qualities. And even when he came as Madhvacharya, it is said when Madhvacharya used to sing, dead plants used to become alive. When Madhvacharya used to play Veena, when he used to play Veena, there was no one in this universe who could play Veena like him. There was no, there were no one in the universe who can sing Samaveda like him. Yet he used to look like a, like a very built bodybuilder because he used to make his sannyasi disciples play wrestling matches. But at the same time, he said, Sakala Kala Vallabha. All qualities, all arts, one needs, one needs to learn. The art of singing, the art of cooking, one needs to learn. And this we see in Srila Prabhupada as well. Huh? He was an expert in cooking, expert in singing, expert in preaching, erudite scholar, expert in writing, expert in discussing, expert in interviewing, you name it. Prabhupada was with it. You should, we can call Prabhupada as the Sakala Kala Vallabha. So like that, this is the uh, understanding from the Ramalila. Now we have Bhagavad Katha, we had Ramalila. How can we end it without Chaitanya Leela? <laughs> in the... Now, Hanuman also has a very unique quality. What was that he displayed in Ramayana? What did he serve Rama as? One is he served Rama as the Dasya Bhav. He also served Rama as a very, very, uh, as a messenger. But he also served Rama as a doctor. Because he brought the Sanjeevani Parvata for curing Lord Hanuman. Who was the doctor in Chaitanya Leela? Murari Gupta. Therefore, Murari Gupta is Lord Hanuman. He is the expansion or he is the Avesha of Lord Hanuman. So therefore, we have to understand that this eternal servitor of Lord Rama also comes in the Chaitanya Leela as Murari Gupta. So Murari Gupta was a senior in the, in the school. And it is said that 
ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಅಂಡ್ ಮುರಾರಿ ಗುಪ್ತಾ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಆರ್ಗ್ಯೂ ಆನ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಆಸ್ ಅ ಲಾಟ್ ದೇ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಆರ್ಗ್ಯೂ ಸೋ ಮಚ್ ದಟ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಫೈಟ್ ದ ಫೈಟಿಂಗ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ ಟಿಲ್ ದ ಗಂಗಾ ತಟ್ ದ ದ ಲೇಡೀಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಬಿಕಮ್ ಅಫ್ರೇಡ್ ಓ ದಿಸ್ ಟು ಗೈಸ್ ಆರ್ ಫೈಟಿಂಗ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ದರ್ ಡಿಬೇಟಿಂಗ್ ದ ಪುಷಿಂಗ್ ಈಚ್ ಅದರ್ ಸೋ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಡಿಸ್ಕಸ್ ಸೋ ಮಚ್ ಮುರಾರಿ ಗುಪ್ತಾ ವಾಸ್ ಅ ಸೀನಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಟ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಸೊ ಆಲ್ದೋ ಮುರಾರಿ ಗುಪ್ತಾ ವಾಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಸೀನಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ಟರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಏಜ್ ಹಿ ವಾಸ್ ಅ ಗೃಹಸ್ಥ Huh? he was a grihastha living a very simple life but he was the vaidya in in the navadvip he was coming from a, a medical family so therefore he was the medical doctor and chaitanya mahaprabhu used to always pull his leg let us pull uh, let us make fun of this doctor now mm-hmm. so murari gupta was a very very intimate associate of the lord very intimate associate of the lord um, during the uh, in the shiva's angan when mahaprabhu used to have kirtans Uh, murari gupta also used to sing the bhagavata shlokas in a very eloquent way so he was also a beautiful singer uh, to please the supreme lord and we all know the test that uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu tests murari gupta and we all know the ishta devata of murari gupta was shri rama of course because he is lord hanuman himself so therefore uh, in the mahaprakash leela that, that uh, mahaprabhu displayed uh he tells to murari gupta he says murari gupta look at me behold behold the form that you worship and then murari gupta opens his eyes and he could see lord rama the uh, it is it is said uh, he had the color of durva grass you see the painting here he had a little greenish tinge rama had a little greenish tinge and murari gupta saw that he he saw lord hanum uh, lord ram and murari gupta uh, he also says look at to the to the right of me and there is lakshmana whom you saved two times in the war of ravan yuddha kanda you saved him two times do you remember murari gupta murari do you remember and murari gupta is now bewildered looking at lakshmana and then she do you do you remember your mother mother sita who is standing on the right left of me murari gupta is in tears he is almost about to fall unconscious and then murari gupta is advised by chaitanya look down and he sees down then he is seeing his tail also <laughs> and then he sees oh he's got a tail as well so murari gupta then realizes he is hanuman and he is hanuman who has come in the chaitanya leela to serve chaitanya mahaprabhu like this chaitanya mahaprabhu revealed himself uh, to murari gupta and it is said that chaitanya mahaprabhu did so many uh, aishwarya pastimes with Lord murari gupta also because one time uh, when chaitanya mahaprabhu was passing on the street he heard vishnu sahasranamam when he heard vishnu sahasranamam he ran into the angan of murari gupta and he displayed uh, the sukara form the wild boar incarnation of the lord of uh, of the supreme lord so like that uh prabhupada also writes in one of the purports before that there is no difference between lord ram and lord krishna in that sense he is the supreme lord anyways it is one person and two bhavas that's all that's the only difference but yet chaitanya mahaprabhu tests murari gupta how deeply he is connected to lord rama huh? so he asks murari gupta to say we are worshipers of krishna you should also worship krishna and we all know murari gupta tries really hard to do it and he he comes to chaitanya mahaprabhu says it's not possible my dear lord it's not possible for me i'm a sold out servant of lord rama i'm a sold out servant of lord rama and you are asking me to worship lord krishna but i can't I, he is worshipable but i am a sold out servant of lord ram so then chaitanya mahaprabhu hugs him and he says you then chaitanya mahaprabhu glorifies lord uh, murari gupta like this you are murari what is murari murari means lord krishna you have stored krishna in your heart i know that that is why you are murari gupta 
Gupta means secret. You have secretly stored him in your heart, therefore you worship him as Lord Rama. So, therefore, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu glorifies him among the devotees and everybody shout, Hari Bol, Hari Bol, in glorification of Murari Gupta. So, like this, uh, there are a lot of uh, incidents that happen in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita also about uh, Lord Hanuman. With this, um, I'll stop here with two verses which is glorifying Hanuman. One verse is called as, Anjananandanam veeram janakishokanashanam kapisham akshahantaram vande lankabhayankaram kujantam ramarameti madhuram madhurashtakam aruhya kavita shakham vande valmiki kokilam Anjananandanam, he is the son of Anjana, Anjana, that is why he is called as Anjaneya. Uh, he is Viram, he is very strong and he is Janaki Shokanashanam. When he meets Janaki, who is Janaki? Mother Sita. When he meets Mother Sita first time in the Ashokavana, in the forest, uh, uh, just by looking at Hanuman, the Shoka, the, the separation that Mother Sita had from Lord Ram was vanished. Now when we talk about Rasa Leela, when we talk about Krishna's pastime, <clears throat> As the devotees of Lord Krishna, as the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to teach us one rasa. What is that one rasa he came to teach us? Actually, it is Dasya rasa. That is why we call him as Prabho. Prabho means master, means I am your servant. That is why we are called as Dasas. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually came to teach us Dasya rasa. Because if one, one cannot be Dasya, one cannot imbibe the Madhurya rasa, which is the supermost. So therefore Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to teach us Dasya of Chaitanya. So we have to become the servants of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, what is our duty? Our duty is to bring pleasure to Krishna and Radha. When we bring Radha and Krishna together, this is where our, our, uh, 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 our realization is. Our realization is to bring Radha and Krishna together. The Krish, Hare Krishna Mahamantra is also the same thing. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare Hare. You see, Hare Krishna is Radha and Krishna together. Radha and Krishna together. And then Krishna Krishna Hare Hare are separate now again. And Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama Hare Hare. So it is separation and union. Separation. It is Vipralamba and Sambhoga. Vipralamba and Sambhoga. A devotee's main purpose is to Sambhoga of the Lord. To see that when the Lord is in Vipralamba, to bring them together is the purpose of a devotee. And that is the that is the only dheya, the goal of a devotee is to see and to give pleasure to the Supreme Lord. And therefore we take pleasure when we see Radha and Krishna together. Jugala Rupa, Jugala Rasa. And this is the same Rasa Hanuman demonstrated by bringing Sita and Rama together. And that is also, is what Ra, is, that is why it is called a Sundarakanda. Because that is the crux of devotional service. That is why he is an epitome of bhakti. Bhakta means Hanuman because he brings Sita and Rama together. See, up until Kishkinda Kanda, uh, Kanda, he is separated. Yeah, there are so many devotees around Rama. But who brought them together? It is Hanuman. Who brought them together? This is Madhuri. This is the Dasya Rasa that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give us that we have to first become servants of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and then he teaches us how to bring Radha and Krishna together. When we bring Radha and Krishna together, then uh, we become satisfied. Our purpose of living becomes satisfied. And the, uh, uh, Krishna Prema means to see the Krishna Prema of Radharani into Krishna. We see that particular Prema 
and then we imbibe that therefore we are we are followers of rupa goswami who is the followers of whom followers of radharani so actually we are in the followers of radharani therefore the krishna prema doesn't mean we love krishna yes we love krishna but that love is the the love between, to to become to imbibe the love that radha has towards krishna to become uh, very happy when we see when lord radha and uh, when lord krishna and radha are together uh, this is what uh, we sing in the jolan yatra also has started when we push the swing of radha and krishna uh, the rasa parayana in the rasa leela we become happy because krishna is with all the gopis our intention is not to be with krishna our intention is to become pleased by seeing krishna with the gopis and our intention is to facilitate krishna's pleasure to be with the gopis uh, uh, so that is the pleasure which uh, the devotees uh, come to imbibe and that is the pleasure that lord hanuman actually wanted to serve lord rama with lord hanuman could have killed ravana very easily but he says if i kill ravana then the glories will become mine so this is the beauty that lord rama always wants hanuman to be glorified lord hanuman always wants the lord to be glorified if i kill ravana people will think hanuman killed so what is the so great about rama rama so i will not do the job let my lord do the job let my lord do the job so this is what in hindi it is said unke kan kan mein bhakti tha in his nerves in his every drop of ounce of blood ram ram hanuman even today ram 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 sita ram 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 sita ram so he is always praying like that all the time so therefore he he is an embodiment of devotional service of the madhurya rasa between rama and sita um, so therefore i will stop here and uh, we thanks shila prabhupad and all the devotees for giving us an opportunity to speak about such a glorious devotee lord hanuman and to speak on this auspicious day of dwadashi or trayodashi um, of this month of the second month of chaturmas or this is still the first month the second month is starting very soon so um, we'll stop here if there are any questions or comments or corrections we can have for a while what i'm saying is that uh lord ram is the lord in everyone's heart and he knows everything when he goes to the forest uh, then bharata brings the news that our father has died and then he breaks down like that you yeah. know but then so how do we understand all these leelas because we lord ram already knows that bharatashtha is dead but then he reacts like this the first time i'm hearing it and same with other krishna leela chaitanya leela also <clears throat> uh so it's a bit bewildering you think don't doesn't he know that <laughs> <laughs> actually rama is all knowing he is sarvagna he is sarvavyapaka he is sarvasamartha he is omnipresent omniscient and omnipotent lord uh but we have to see ramayana itihasa has many purposes the first purpose is to teach us the ultimate purpose of our existence which is to worship lord rama but the second purpose is it is a kavya it is a poetry 
So if the Lord is always behaving like the Lord, where is the fun? If Krishna doesn't run away when Yashoda Mai is chasing him, where is the fun of that, uh, that rasa that Yashoda Mai is exchanging with uh, Lord Krishna? So in the same way, where is that fun when Lord Rama uh, will lament when the father has passed away and he says, oh, I'm, I'm bereft of my father's shelter now. So it is the rasa that the Lord teaches and there are many lessons that come about that Lord Rama teaches us by his example as well. So he doesn't display his godhood all the time. And the same thing which we discussed that Rama is now bewildered, separating from Krishna. He cries, he laments so much. And this also teaches a lesson that uh, if you get attached to someone, the, the, the effect is lamentation like this. One will have to lament if you get attached. So the Lord teaches us like that by embodying those principles. That is why he is called as Maryada Purushottam. Actually, Rama's another duty also was there was a boon for Ravana that only a human can kill me. <laughs> so therefore, Rama never claimed that he is God, although he was the Supreme Lord himself. So he enacted as a human-like pastime. It is only Krishna who displays his Godhood in one sense many times in the Krishna Leela. Because he says, I am God many times. Krishna actually in the Bhagavad Gita says, I am God. Aham sarvasya prabhavo mattaha sarvam pravartate mattaha parataramna anyat kinchidasti dhananjaya mai sarvam midam protam sutre maniganaiva Krishna says. Rama doesn't say anything like that. Rama says, I am, I am the law, I am, I am just a human, I am just a son of Dasharata, I am just a Janaki Vallabha. So he is actually uh, bringing down his position but at the same time, uh, he, we know that he is the Supreme Lord. So he has a, he has a role to play. He is, uh, see, to enact a role, there has to be the best actor. Rama also is the best actor. How one can act, we have to learn from Rama only. How one can act so nicely? You know that you are not the son of Dasharatha, yet you are crying so nicely. Rama is saying, look at the way I act. The acting also you have to learn from me only. Only I can act like that. You cannot act like that. <laughs> like that. So that's why Valmiki writes 100 verses explaining Rama's lamentation on Sita Devi, how he is lamenting. Like that. So it's, a, it's, it's just an acting that Rama does, Madhuri. Thank you. Very interesting explanation. Another point is uh, Jambudvipa has uh, many verses. Before we started this prayer section, we were reading introduction to Jambudvipa. Yep. And there it's mentioned that they're very beautiful and, you know, the fragrance from their body goes many miles. And it's Swarga as well. The pious, yeah. There's a lot of enjoyment there. Yes. So, in that sense, that's detrimental. But this is like a... There's, pra- the, 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 there's prayers also and there's enjoyment also. Yes, in one yes. Sense, like Bharat Varsha yes, itself. yes, yes. That is why, actually, after Lord Rama finishes his pastimes and goes back to Ayodhya in the spiritual world, he offers Hanuman, do you want to come or do you want to go and preach? Hanuman says, I will go to... I would like to preach for you, my dear Lord. What is the service? So, therefore, Hanuman is staying in Kimpurusha Varsha as an act of preaching service for the Lord Hanuman, of Lord Ram. He did not go back with Ram. So he is actually separated from Lord Rama and Lakshmana and Sita. And, and he, but what is his service? He is preaching to the Kimpurusha Varshis. Don't get, don't get entangled in these comforts because our job is to worship Lord Rama. Our job is to get liberated from this material existence. So therefore Lord Hanuman takes this position to, uh, to preach to them. So therefore, even in the spiritual world, we have, uh, sorry, even in the 
heavenly planets, we have Brihaspati who will wake up all these uh, denizens of heaven to say, hey, don't think that this is a place to stay eternally. Uh, so your duty here also is to worship the land. So therefore, the chances to get entangled are more in these places. But we have the Lord's messengers everywhere. Not only here, we have Hanuman in Kimpurusha Varsha. Like that, you will have a lot of devotees everywhere who are preaching and continuing this preaching activity. And here we have seen that Lord Hanuman is preaching to the people of Kimpurusha Varsha there. Uh, yet we say Bharata Varsha is also called as the Karma Bhumi. Uh, therefore, it is better here, so finish our business here, not go enter, not end up in Kimpurusha Varsha or uh, Swargaloka so that we have to spend some more time there. So it's better we finish our business in this planet and go back home, back to Godhead. That's what Prabhupada's mission is about. Does it make sense, Madhavi? Yeah. We'll stop here. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanandi. Hari Hari Bol.